Hey guys, it's your boy Vinny B from Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news, all TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right, TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Funk Tuesday edition of the Morning Tailgate here on Raider Nation Radio. Good morning, everybody. It's Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor, Heidi Fang here with you on r 920. And a lot to get to today as we will talk about some interesting comments that Brett Favre had over the weekend on TMZ about Devontae Adams. And about Derek Carr, we'll get into all that in just a few minutes at 8 o'clock. Hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, talk to Jason Fitz as he spreads out the mustard and the ketchup uh, (laughs) as he was live at Nathan's yesterday for the annual hot dog eating contest. 8 o'clock for Fitzy, 8.30, Eric Moody from ESPN uh, Fantasy as well as from ESPN Chalk. He had some interesting thoughts as a projection on where Derek Carr could be as far as fantasy. And what that could mean for the Las Vegas Raiders. And we'll do some film study with Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL on Twitter here on RNR 920 AM. Oh, and it's a funk Tuesday as the dust settles from July 4th. Good morning, everybody. How do we do this weekend? Great. How are you doing? Yeah. There welcome was a back, week- by the way. Yes, welcome Thank back, Clay. Thank and you. there was a weekend? Question yeah, mark. There was there? Yes. It was it went by kind of fast, would you say? And I had an all it? day off in there, so like yeah. yeah. But it was a good like work weekend because I got to see the UFC. I got to go check out those fights. Mm-hmm. Then I had a day off. And then I worked yesterday too, so I had to get in there. Was uh, rub the my elbows. International on some week, uh, was it uh, like kind of like pre COVID? Was it like 2019, 2019? As far as like uh, UFC loves to have their big summertime international, you know, uh, you know, fight fast here in Vegas. How far away was it before it was pre-COVID? Wow, that's a good question because when it was pre-COVID, I feel like it really took over the city in all kinds of ways, like from their marathons to the oh, yeah. expo to like if you walked from casino to casino, you would know that it's International Fight Week. Mm-hmm. This time, I'll be honest, I didn't walk around the casinos like I normally would. I would have done a stroll. I didn't get to the expo, and I would have. Oh, yeah. I would have got there. I'm just. I went you know, there Saturday. Spread a little thin. Vinny yeah. went. Yes. What I was took, it like? Took Vinny? my son. It was very good. Very yeah. good. It's like a miniature. Super Bowl. Did he um, get in a grappling fest? A uh, grappling he competition? Didn't. He, he's more pictures, <laughs> autographs. Oh, okay. And there's okay. a lot of line, long lines, uh, you know, getting to uh, to see people. But everyone yes. was really gracious. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, I, I very hats off to uh, UFC for how they do all those types of things, and I think the fans obviously enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. But like, it didn't have that same feel though. Like, oh, okay. and maybe it's just me that I got a little bit removed from it. But it. it, it I used to be like, wow, this thing has encompassed the whole city. It still has a pop, but I think people are still trying to get back into the flow of making themselves uh, go out you know, to all of these things yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So it's like... I think there's still some tentativeness out there that you know some people don't want to jump into everything right away. Well, I could see that. Well, it, it's, it's slowly but surely like coming back to form. Yeah. But there's uh, there, there's still going to be some you know some tweaks in the armor, and I'm already seeing it now. Like uh, you know just for 
um, you know, my son's going to be going to the Junior Olympics, and it's like they they're already starting to worry in California about if there's going to be too many uh, too many students, too many families, too many friends and families. They're already starting to like portion out and, and start to move things because you know they just want to be on the safe side, oh, yeah. you know. And um, but it was a it was a fun weekend, and I think the. Um, the overall sentiment, as well as uh, we'll, we'll have some Al Davis cuts to celebrate, you know, uh, the 93 years uh, of his birthday, July 4th, 1929. We'll do all that as well in this uh, in this show. But, you know, the uh, the when you get together over the weekend with everybody, everyone has like, you know, especially if you start working with the Raiders, everyone wants to know more Raider stuff, you know, because they want to feel like, all right, is this the year? What yeah. about, you know, this and Devontae and Derek Carr and, you know, what's what Max and Chandler Jones and everyone's got a million questions when you get together for cookouts and little things like that. And, you know, it, it, it just helps fan the flames even further when Brett Favre comes on TMZ to go and like, you know, do make it kind of clear that he feels like, you know, Devontae Adams, you know, is a, a great receiver, but you know, because he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers with him now, expect drop-offs. Don't expect uh, the matchup of uh, of great stats to be matched from what was in Green Bay into Las Vegas. And, you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure about that because um, uh, Brett Favre's kind of going on the mantra of saying that, you know what, I've had great wide receivers, but when they left Green Bay, they weren't great anymore. And I think he was also the, kind of intimating that as great as Devontae Adams is, it was Aaron Rodgers that made him greater. Um, that's all well and fine and everything like that. I, I'm still, I'm still uh, getting my head around Brett Favre and TMZ. He always comes, weird, he always shows it? up on on TMZ. <laughs> um, well, he's is, trying to sell that that ear trimmer and that which, neck. I that, thought that, he maybe bought stock, and you know, he just has to pop in every now I, and then. It like, seems like that, yeah. And, and um, usually in those kind of situations, you have to say something, um, you know, not controversial, but you have to have a hot take. Uh, and I'm sure he was asked that question, and that was his answer. And 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 I, I get it. You know, Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback, um, and so you got to figure that some of what Devonte Adams did in Green Bay was the result of having a great quarterback uh, like Aaron Rodgers. It goes uh, hand in hand. Um, but I think that uh, in 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 the larger sense of things, it's it could be perceived as a slight against Derek Carr. That's the big issue here, um, uh, especially with the Raider fans, I'm sure, that you were talking to uh, over the weekend. By the way, we're 15 days away from the opening of training camp. Um, oh, wow. So, uh, so, and real quick, <laughs> going back you know, going back to your story about how when, when people get around you, they know that you host a radio show, so they're asking Raider questions, Well, right? they feel like that's all you know what, a, what you could talk about. Like, they're like, well, Clay seems to be kind of limited in his vocabulary. Let's just keep it to Raiders, you know? <laughs> well, here's my story about that is um, uh, back in the day when I was, there was this gym that I would work at every single morning in Encino, California. And back in those days, well, nowadays too, but people read the newspaper. So my picture was in the paper all the time as a columnist. So... All these people would be, well, I'd be on the, you know, the, the machine, you know, doing my cardio or whatever. People would come up to talk to me about the Dodgers, the Lakers, the, so it would just, you'd be answering questions the entire time about what happened <laughs> in last night's game, what's going to happen in tomorrow's game. So there was a doctor that wrote that, that sat, that worked out right next to me. And he would tell me, he goes, you know, we're in the same boat here. You, you, you realize that, right? I'm like, how, how do you, what do you mean? He yeah. goes, anytime I'm at dinner, anytime I'm at a family function, every, doc, you know, my, my elbow's my hurting. Elbow. So they're, yeah. Talking about like my asking me advice yeah. <laughs> on all this type of stuff. He goes, "You get the sports, I get the medical stuff." He goes, "But that's what that's what we're known for, and that's what we get." Quite. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right about that." 
And That's it, funny because for me, they usually just come up and ask if I want to like enroll in the gym for a year. Yeah. <laughs> we got a great special. <laughs> Ladies, get in at nine ninety nine this month. Your first month is free. Actually, I've seen you at games, Heidi, where people will come up to you and immediately start asking you about the fight game. Yeah, you get Floyd and stuff. You know, it's like you're that's true. Out. I do get a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. But uh, were you surprised at all, though? Because I don't think what, what Brett Favre, we're going to play the comments here. For me, it's not so much of a slight against uh, Derek Carr, but it's like a slight against Devontae Adams. Like, Devontae can't do any better than what he was able to do in Green Bay. You know, it's almost like quarterbacks of Hall of Fame nature feel like nobody can do anything better because I got you to this point. Or, or, But he wouldn't say that. Do you think he would say that if he was going to go play with um, a Russell Wilson or a Josh Allen? You know, I think it's more about, to me anyway, I think it's more about Carr. than mm-hmm. it, like, like, yes, t- to some extent it's about Devontae Adams, but I think as a, as a former NFL quarterback, Brett Favre saying, well, it's all about the quarterback. Okay, let's hear it. This is uh, Brett Favre on his uh, very squeaky clean appearance on TMZ. <laughs> he's, he, he's got the shirt on and the hat and the, uh, the the beautiful home studio all ready to go. This is Fra- Brett Favre. You know, and on TMZ.com, this was just a couple days ago, but this thing has made the rounds. We even heard yes. like Colin Cowherd even talk about this <laughs> uh, afterwards where, uh, you know, it, it, it's very exciting. But he truly believes that uh, if Rodgers made Devontae Adams that much better, then what would happen this year when he comes to Las Vegas? We'll play this comment eventually when the board starts to. I'm watching uh, play. Like All oh, it is is an on the, button. The board. The board had a quite the Fourth of July apparently. Yeah, no, the board's sleeping. <laughs> There's a song that goes smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, oh no! Do that. <laughs> Try that? that. Who was that? Bell, Babe, Devoe. Those guys worked out at my gym. Did they? Yes, the, yeah? the gym that I've been talking about. Who, were talk they about. all fans of what team? Um, Lakers, they were f- really? And, yeah, they were from Patriots. Yeah. They're, they're from Boston. But That's you know, what I thought. I was like, well, Lakers. We I used to. Like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, surprised with that. Maybe some Celtics in yeah. there, I guess. But to- though, I, I remember. I would always ask those guys, like, when you were young kids and you were singing those songs, like, what do you? What was going through your mind? Like, we had no idea what. Those lyrics were all about. No. <laughs> we and just... it's funny when you hear them now because I'm like, is that even appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> they were cool, cool dudes, that? man. Yeah. Super, super <clears throat> cool dudes. And, uh, um, you know, they were just regular dudes working out at the gym. But but to hear them talk about, like, hey, our producer gave us words. We read them. And I didn't know anything <laughs> about women and girls. And they, that girlfriend. <laughs> Eventually they yeah. did. But, like, what, they started out yeah. pretty darn young. Yeah, and they're like they, they just were. they gave us our dance routine, they gave us our our lyrics, and we did it. Yeah, <laughs> Menudo said the same thing. Menudo, Menudo. <laughs> they were my guys, man. I'm not gonna lie. Ricky, <laughs> did you see Drake the other day with uh, was it the Backstreet Boys? He went out. He he Drake performed with the Backstreet Boys because he said there was like a song that they had, which he claims is the greatest song ever written, and he was <laughs> he loved those guys, and they were. I mean, <laughs> you got. I always tip my cap to talent to people that break through and make it because whether you like it or not, and but it takes hard work to get there, and it takes talent to get there. So he went up on stage and performed with those guys because that was. Like when he was a kid, I guess he was watching them and admiring them and wanted to always perform with them. Well, I'm glad that he got his opportunity then. But no, I did not check it out. But I, I went, we were going back to this Brett Favre clip, though. Like it was interesting to me that he started off the whole thing with like no disrespect. <laughs> oh, whenever you, whenever that. you start something like that, you know exactly what's going to happen. 
right after you say no disrespect, but no but. disrespect, Vinny. But that article was horse bleep bleep. <laughs> yeah, bleep. I'm like, right. Wait, what? Right. No right. disrespect. I think you're, there's even sometimes the extra fluff. <laughs> I think you're great. I yes. think you're gonna go. Busy. Having said that, <laughs> when you go into those like uh, those uh, those meetings, are like they always try to butter you up with like a compliment, and then they get forceful with the opinion. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the Brett Farm comments here on Raider Nation Radio. It's the morning tailgate. Heidi, Vinny, and Clay here on your Funk Tuesday. Having two guys like that with really strong arms and understand the game and, um, you know, the mental part of it is a, another similarity that they have is they both obsess over it and, and they know everything that's going on out there. A lot of times I've seen Aaron call out a blitz when the safety's, you know, 17 yards off the ball, just, just kind of creeping back there. He said in practice, hey, he's coming. And I'm like, what? And then, sure enough, dude comes flying on a snap from 17 yards down the field. So I've seen that from Aaron. And then I've seen Derek literally give me a check that didn't make any sense to me before in college. Here, same thing. And, you know, we, we scored a touchdown on it. So a um, lot of similarities, but but much different. And I think Derek is in a position where he's he's chasing to, to be one of those all-time greats like that, which is, like I said, um, that's not a slight on Derek whatsoever. I wouldn't be here if I was, if I was slighting Derek. But... It's a Funk Tuesday here on Raider Nation Radio, the morning tailgate. Heidi, Vinny, Clay, and you are on R&R 920. So Brett Favre made the rounds to TMZ, and uh, that was Devonta Adams coming back, talking about a comparison between Carr and Rodgers. And when asked about uh, Devontae Adams moving on from Green Bay, uh, Brett Favre made it very clear, saying that he still believes that you know Aaron Rodgers made Devontae Adams to the kind of point and kind of player that he is now, almost to the fact that Devontae, he'd be shocked to see if he was able to match this kind of stats and success he had in Green Bay. This is Favre from yesterday or two days ago on TMZ. Yeah, no no disrespect to Devontae at all. Zero disrespect. But you're right. Um, I, I do think that Devontae will, will make uh, Derek Carr better. And in time they will be a dynamic duo. Now, will it be the duo that that Aaron and Devontae had? Time will tell. I think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, but he's not in Aaron, uh, Aaron's league yet. Uh, it may never be, and, that, and that's no disrespect either. But, but I do think that um, Devontae uh, owes a great deal of gratitude to, to Aaron and, and the Packers drafted him. That's not to say he's not a great player because he is a tremendous player. And, uh, and and we'll see that with, I almost said Oakland, with Las Vegas. Uh, but it's just hard to to shift gears, for, especially from a player as prolific as Aaron Rodgers. I, I'd be shocked if he had the same year he's, he's had in previous years. That's not to say he can't do it, but I, I would be shocked. All right, Brett Favre on DMZ. You know, it's to me, it's almost like 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 Aaron Rodgers just made everybody better around him, which isn't right. But you know what? A guy like Devontae Adams isn't like Jordy Nelson, all right, or um, or James Jones. What what you have in Devontae Adams is like the ultimate weapon. And the complete package. It, the complete package. It doesn't matter uh, necessarily if you can't have a Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. You can have somebody that is as good and has a great chemistry with him to go even further. Devontae Adams still has so much left in the tank that he could go further than what he has already achieved. Yeah, and uh, you look at his numbers last year, Heidi. Um, first of all, he had 18 touchdowns in 2020. That's a lot of touchdowns right there. But anyway, uh, last two years, 
115 catches in 2020 on 149 targets, 1,374 yards and 18 touchdowns. And in 2021, uh, 169 targets, 123 catches, 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns. I'll say this, Heidi. I don't know if he's going to have 169 targets. And that might not be because Derek Carr isn't the caliber of quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is. I just think that the talent is a little bit more, um, uh, you know, uh, spread out with the Raiders compared to what it was with the Packers. So uh, you don't have to force it to him 169 times. Right. And there's the other thing. I do think there are going to be games where, and this is going to be a mistake, and whoever sets this blueprint is going to really pay for it. They're going to double Devontae at times. He's going to be doubled. And that's going to leave Waller and Hunter open, right? So I think because of that doubling, it might take him away as a target at times. But it's not going to, I don't think, um, ruin his ability to be an elite wide receiver as he has been. I think the route running speaks for itself. I think the quick outs are going to help him tremendously. I think there's going to be a lot of work throughs with um, Josh McDaniels that really lead this offense to be able to operate at a high level. When you watch the Devontae Adams footage, if you uh, remember like a month ago, maybe six weeks or two months ago, you so, you noticed that there was so many different uh, ways that Devontae gets open that yeah. like no other receiver, you said, you said it on air, like I've never seen another receiver do all this work before. Right. He can make himself uh, open because of the way that he cuts, the way that he shakes, the way that he eludes people with his eyes, his hips, mm-hmm. where he takes his route. I think there's a, a lot also that can be done in the quick game, and which is something that jo- Josh McDaniels' offense does well. And okay. I think that's within that, you know, Teddy yard range where they're not necessarily extending the field all the time with him, but you can use a slant. You can use maybe, um, I, I don't know that they'll go the RPO route. And just because of the the run factor, I don't know how much sure. that'll play into it. But if you can draw the linebackers off just a little and cause some confusion, and that, I think that'll separate a lot within that distance. And, and that's going to help Devontae as well as Derek Carr or Hunter or Waller, whoever he decides is going to be the lead option or second option in those in those routes. Yeah, and I just think he's a really good, uh, just a tremendous wide receiver. And if you look at, um, let's say, Justin Jefferson, all right, like who's making who there? Who's making who in Minnesota? Is Kirk Cousins making Justin Jefferson? I mean, this guy had 1,616 uh, uh, yards last year on 108 catches. Incredible. Um, and, and 10 touchdowns. The year before his rookie season, he had 1,400 yards. 108. Um, oh, sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you think about – so. He goes to a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, who obviously isn't Aaron Rodgers, and puts up these types of numbers. Those are Devontae Adams' type. It's a better year that he, in 2021 uh, that, that Justin Jefferson had compared to uh, uh, Devontae Adams. So, And he's playing with a quarterback that, all right, he's not the greatest quarterback. So who's making who there? Well, Justin Jefferson is like a very special example. I think Devontae can be too. He's young, uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously. And what he's able to do as well is catch these really deep, long balls. Like he's had um, 71 yards, I think was his longest in the uh, rookie season. He's had about 50-ish was the longest in the 2021 season. So the the length that he's able to use like with his speed and the breakaway and getting out and taken to the house. Those are things that I think have really kind of added, like you said, 108 receptions. You know, the previous year, he had 86 receptions and 1,400 yards. Who's that? (laughs) That's Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact 88 receptions and 1,400 yards. Right. 
What are wow. you're playing out of your damn mind right. wow. at that point? Yeah, last year his longest was 56. The year before it was 71, like you okay. said. Um, I remember that because I owned him. And, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and then what if you, I was like, yeah, that was like a big one for me. If you, it. If, you watch, if you watch Justin <laughs> at the line of scrimmage compared to Devontae Adams, they're a lot alike. I mean, they, they're just precision. They're um, experts at getting open and getting off the line of scrimmage and then being able to catch it and then being able to run with the ball. Um, so, so I think they're very much alike. I think Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson are almost carbon copies uh, of one another. Wherever you put those types of players, they're going to have tremendous success. Um, yeah, I, I think that's true, Justin Jefferson. Um, where I get hesitant with Devontae is going back to thinking about Patriots offense. And this isn't if we're talking in terms of numbers, because when you think about like we talked about this kind of before Vinny with Tom Brady um, and the numbers that he put up versus the numbers he put up with the Bucks, right? There, I think, was some, uh, not I don't want to call it constraint, but just the run-heavy uh, factor of the Patriots' offensive schemes kind of kept his numbers and touchdowns, which could be a, a difference maker for Devontae. The numbers and touchdowns were hovered in that 30, like low 30 range. When he got to the Buccaneers, he gets into the 40s, 40, 43 touchdowns, throwing 5,000 yards. He went, he over. went, from, wow. he went yeah. from 24 touchdowns yeah. in 2019 mm-hmm. to 40. Yeah. And I think, yes, I'm sure there was some definitely some, some play calling. Like and, the and big whatnot. year was for him at the Patriots 2011. Just want to set that up. Yeah. Like, he, where he had 39. He, Right. Okay. He, right, he's had he's had some some pretty big years, and I do think play calling um, came into uh, came into play there, mm-hmm. but also talent. Like if you look at the uh, 2019 roster for the Patriots, isn't that one of the reasons he wanted to leave? Was because they weren't investing in in talent around him. Remember, it was Wide always receivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that I think was part of what he had said. But he did have some other big years with them, very explosive years, where he had the 50 touchdowns in one year right. um, going back. He had another year where he had, like, um, close to 40, I want to say. That was, like, around 2015 or so. And so if you go into the, the different years with Tom Brady, he did have years where it popped. But they had other years where he was in that hovering and the 28, 29 touchdowns, 30 touchdown kind of range. Where, and, and, like, and even lesser in, and when it comes to passing yards than you would think would be a Tom Brady type season. So you have to think, like, how does that affect the wide receiver? And it's, that's a great point that you're bringing up because you know what stayed true even through all those type of years? They won football games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so how that's are you why. It done? Who are that, the opponents? Right. Yeah. Who are their opponents? And sometimes who's on your roster? Like when those years that he had 50 touchdown passes, is that the Randy Moss year or those type of years where, or the two tight ends where they had, there were times, no doubt about it, where Tom Brady had spectacular talent around him and his numbers reflected that. And I'm sure the play calling reflected that. There were other times where it wasn't. They didn't have the explosive uh, weapons around him, so they had to figure out a different yeah. way. But the what's what I think is encouraging if you're a Raider fan is no matter what you have, um, uh, that offensive coordinator and that system can win football games because they could do it in so many different uh, in so many different ways. And very unpatriot like they went out and got Devontae Adams. The Patriots don't make a move, normally don't make moves like that. And yes, 2007 was the Randy Moss year. Yeah. So that was when he had 50 touchdowns. Right. So, um, that's the thing, too, is like if you have that, and that's the connection between Carr and Devontae, 
I don't know that it would be the level of Randy Moss, Tom Brady, because it's, that's those are two goats, right? Uh, but I do think they can be somewhere, somewhere maybe just with the offense in closeness with the numbers. Now, I'm not going to say 50 touchdowns Definitely because I not. think that's insanity, right? But I, I think that you know it's possible. The car, I would say, increases his touchdown numbers to, let's see, last year was what, 23? 23, 23 mm-hmm. touchdowns? I, I'm going to go yeah. with, I could say he, see him putting 10 more in there. 33. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where the idea is coming. Like, where does this go? Like, what are the overall numbers? What will they be right. when it's over? He had, he had four, we talked about this, he had 14 touchdowns through seven games last year. Mm-hmm. And then Henry Ruggs, that, the game after the, that, that, and was the yeah, yeah then Waller yeah. Uh, and everything went downhill from there but he did have 14 touchdowns over the, over 17 games that would have been what 35 or so mm-hmm. 35 touchdowns right there so i think i think he could get to um now granted it's all about yeah. play calling and whatnot and what they're doing in the red zone and how they're attacking it but i think he get to 35 38 touchdown passes next year right. if everybody stays healthy here's something to consider though if if McDaniel's you know, not unlike how maybe Tom Brady was getting a little, uh, you know, limited in that offense. Do you feel that McDaniels was getting kind of limited in New England? Do you feel that because he's made some comments saying like, you know, what I'm going to do wasn't what exactly you saw in New England. I'm going to do it my own way. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. Bill. I can't be Bill. Was he being held back? Is what was he being held back by not <laughs> so many questions, enough- guys? Say it. <laughs> so say it, Clay. Say it, Clay. Is he now going to be more explosive because he doesn't have to have the the governor watching over him mm-hmm. and regulating how they're going to start doing drives? Because Bill had his say in everything. I refer to him as Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it's the emperor. governor, the emperor, <laughs> um, the but, Lord Almighty, <laughs> and and like we wouldn't be talking about uh, along these lines if Devonte Adams wasn't here too. Like they went out and got him, and that again, that was that to me was a little bit of a departure of you know we talk about the Patriots West and all that nonsense, uh, but that was a little bit of a, t- a departure on how they normally did things. So now that he is here. I think he's a good enough coach, Josh McDaniels, to realize, gosh, I have just endless amounts of talent and endless amounts of ways to attack people. Yeah, I'm definitely opening up this playbook, and I'm going to attack people uh, as much as I possibly can. Whereas on a different team, if Devontae, at, like last year's offense, I'm sure it would have been more go through the tight end, Hunter Renfro, ball possession, run it, you know, try to try to win games that way. I think he's he he looks at this offense and says this is an offense that can score 30 some odd points a game easily. I got to say I've been really lost since I said Emperor Palpatine and everything else <laughs> yeah. because now all I can think is is Josh McDaniels Darth Vader then? <laughs> yes, right? I got no, I got my head Belichick into this. would be him, wouldn't he? No, Belichick is Palpatine. I don't know who Palpatine is. Palpatine but. is the main master that controls all. You got to watch the next series of Star Wars. But I guess I think it's <laughs> he's like the yeah, master of high. So there's a bigger dude than uh, than than. Uh, you got to watch the. I can't. I'm not going to watch it, so give it away. I, 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 I don't feel, care. I feel like we're going to like ruin it for you, man. Yeah, I know. You're not ruining like, anything. Your just kids me. are going to watch it. Then you're going to go home. You're going to talk about Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. I can't do it to you, Vinny. This is a family this show. Is, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've been known to keep secrets. Uh, <laughs> Off the record. Yeah, just we, us and our millions of listeners. Vinny and I have a colleague who won't watch anything that doesn't happen in real life, so he'd never watch Star Wars. Oh, I'm no, telling really? him now. It's like, Adam. We all know who okay, it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to... Uh, he loves it. <laughs> but, it's um, a good Adam's, point. Adam's, one of, Adam's favorite movies is Dumb and Dumber. So it's like, <laughs> is that real life too? But the ending of that movie is great. <laughs> we 
need help getting oil down. <laughs> I know a town down that way. <laughs> All right. One thing about this is that if Palpatine wants to go in further, like and set up a new generation and a new planet, new way of life. Then you would have to go and think like, all right, then Devontae's got to buy into that too. So when he spoke uh, in his final comments from minicamps, he said like the potential for this offense is extremely strong and that they can score from just about anywhere. This is Devontae talking about the potential from where it could be. I mean, this, this offense has, has a ton of potential. We got players all over that have made plays and have, have done a great job and been doing it for a long time now. Um, but the potential is, is nothing until you put the work in, and we still got a long way to go. So we, um, you know, we're climbing right now, doing all the right things, and um, you know, learning a new scheme and all of that. But um, you know, don't really matter till you till you go out there and really put it together. So um, you know, Darren is is a, a hell of an athlete. You know, we talked about Hunter. You know, we got Josh. We got a, a lot of running backs too. You know, it's a, a lot of guys in there. I'm excited to see what Amir does. A lot of guys that that can go, um, you know, make plays and give this this offense the potential to explode but um it ain't gonna just happen because we're standing out there so we got to put that you know keep stacking the days and, and put the work in could brett Favre be shocked if adams doesn't have the same production because there's so many different weapons on this team too i mean i would have to think that he's smart enough to realize that like you know as a quarterback you want more players and you want more options as well and mm -hmm. not have to always force feed it uh, to your number one guy. But I, I just think that when it's all said and done, Devontae Adams is going to have big numbers. And I think the Raiders are going to win football games. And I think that's obviously the bottom line in all of this. I think everybody's going to be able to get theirs. It might not be 1,600 yards or 1,500 right. yards, but that... But that that's not necessarily a bad thing if it's if it's if the numbers are working, um, you know, uh, in a way that helps the Raiders win football games. That should be what the bottom line is. And I think Devontae Adams is that's where he is mentally right now. Remember what he said, Heidi? Like he doesn't have to throw it to me all the time. I'm not expecting my good friend Derek to just target me all the time. There's a bunch of talent on this team, a lot of talent on this team. Uh, let's just go win football games. Yeah, sometimes I wonder, like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> if you know he's going to be open. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if you know he's going to be there, throw him the rock all the time. But, you know, I, I understand what he's saying. Darren Waller needs to get fed. Hunter Renfro needs to get fed. In fact, I think somebody even asked Darren Waller about the number of targets and how they're going to be spread around and if he had any concerns about the, the how those numbers might fall into play. And, of course, Darren being the team player that he is, is no, I mean, as long as we're like you said, many winning football games, then I'm all right with whatever kind of you know dichotomy that there is between all three of us. And uh, I can't forget the other mouths that are new to this team that are going to need to get fed too, like uh, Demarcus Robinson, Keelan Cole, Matt Collins. We've mentioned them as well. There's going to be situations where there's four wideouts, three wideouts on on the field where you're looking at how do we get you know to the the best possible play for whatever situation that they're in. If they need a first down, if they're at third and long, if they're at third, you know, third and fifteen, what are they gonna do? It's uh, it's gonna be a matter of that as well in the rotation, and you know, it, it's I think silly to get caught up too early in thinking about the Devonte Adams car situation because you know that's going to be there you know it's going to be there you know i think Devonte could be on track for 15 touchdowns in the season and be more than half of the the projected numbers yeah. i'm giving car right and yeah. we're talking about chemistry uh right so who 
Carr has chemistry with Hunter Renfro. Like Carr has re- ke- chemistry yeah. with Darren Waller. It's not like they got to build any of that either. Uh, and he does have chemistry with you know uh, with, with Devontae Adams going back to their college days. But you know you you just brought up Keelan uh, Cole. You brought up Demarcus Robinson. You do- you brought up uh, Matt Collins. You know what I love about those that group of wide receivers? It's not like they're coming here off of years where they had all these big numbers and big this and big that. They they, they know who they are. Mm-hmm. They know what their role is. Yeah. So as Especially long as, Demarcus Robinson's used to this type of situation. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? So so they're not going to be coming with some preconceived ideas of what their numbers should look like. Uh, in, in ter- or, or like, you know, uh, that they're going to have to sacrifice their, their previous big numbers for smaller numbers. That's who they are anyway. <laughs> They've done that. And I really think that it was a, a shrewd move to be able to bring guys like that in there that already know what their role is and aren't going to be, you know, bitching and moaning if they're not getting all their touches. This is this is who they are. This is the system that they're in. They're gladly accepting that. And I think it goes a long way toward building ultimate chemistry on your team. It's about faith of what Josh McDaniels has done and can do. And even... Um you know, there were comments afterwards from national media members about disagreeing with Brett Favre's comments about Devontae Adams and his production, <laughs> seeing it would be shocked if it did not match from what it was in Green Bay to Las Vegas. We'll tell you what that means and who that was Ooh. coming up next on Raider Nation Radio. It's the morning tailgate on a Funk Tuesday as we broadcast live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. And we'll also see it not a knock on Devontae Adams because they, they were arguably the best combo in the league, but we'll see if it was Aaron who was making Devontae better because it seems like Aaron makes every wide receiver better that, that catches the ball. Yeah, no, no disrespect to Devontae at all. Zero disrespect. But you're right. Um, I, I do think that Devontae will will make uh, Derek Carr better. And in time, they will be a dynamic duo. Now, will it be the duo that that Aaron and Devontae had? Time will tell. I think Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. But he's not in Aaron, uh, Aaron's league. Raider Nation Radio, some morning tailgate. That is Brett Farr from TMZ. Saying that he expects a drop-off from Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers. We're back here on the morning tailgate. Heidi Fang, Vinny Bonsignor, Clay Baker, and you. Jason Fitz from ESPN is set to join us in a few minutes uh, at the top of the next hour. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to Jason. He's busy getting out of uh, Coney Island for the uh, from the July 4th festivities. But coming back on the thoughts of, all right, does anyone disagree, though, that you know that Aaron and Derek Carr are definitely not in the same league? Like, like Brett Favre's trying to make this delineation that – you know, they, they're not the same guy. And, like, Devontae's going to have a problem with that because of that notion that Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. But does he need to be? Um, here's a thought that Colin Cowherd said that he felt like Derek Carr, yes, he can have the same production. And, yes, he's a top 10 quarterback. Look at what he did last year for the Raiders. This is Colin Cowherd from earlier today on The Herd. You ever hear somebody famous say something and you think, oh, the opposite is actually true? Uh, Brett Favre came out this weekend and says, oh, Devontae Adams, it's going to be rough for Devontae Adams. He's not going to get a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. And I heard that quote and I thought, well, the exact opposite is true. Devontae Adams goes to Derek Carr, who since he entered the league, or at least the last seven years, he leads the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks. Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback. He carried a dysfunctional sideshow last year to the playoffs. In the AFC, the better conference, he can win. He's elevated no-name players. He's elevated rookies. Derek Carr is absolutely a top-10 quarterback in this league. 
Absolutely. For the doubters, he proved it last year. That's what Devontae Adams gets. And Josh McDaniels. Aaron Rodgers loses Devontae Adams, who's going to end up in the Hall of Fame. His number one receiver now is Alan Lazard. Okay, that's Colin Cowherd from uh, earlier today. All right, what do you think about that? As far as, uh, you know, maybe, maybe comparisons, we can run into some muddy water. But can Derek Carr be a top 10 quarterback? I, I No doubt about it in my mind. Okay. I, I, I think his numbers are going to jump forward. Um, you know, I, again, I go back to last year when he had 14 touchdown passes through seven games, and all of a sudden... That's when the Henry Rugg situation happened. Soon after, Darren Waller was lost for about four or five games and was really never uh, completely healthy uh, beyond that. So the, the, he was on his way to a top 10 finish without question. Um, and then the, the wheels fell, fell off. If everything, if everybody stays healthy, that's a big if, but let's just go on that premise. Then there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to have a, a top 10 ca- caliber season. And I'm talking about 35 to 38 touchdown passes, uh, a whole bunch of well over 4,000 yards uh, and, a, and a winning record and a playoff appearance. Heidi's I'm, got the notes out. I Heidi's got, got the binders, binders today, y'all. Heidi y'all brought in the information. Me about numbers. <laughs> I have four years here with uh, my binders and rankings of players that I do. And why do I do this? I, I can't even hold all of them. Clay's trying to take a picture. I can't hold all of them in the photo. I do this because I'm crazy, and this is what I enjoy doing with my spare time. It's writing down numbers and stats. And so this yellow one, yes, the yellow the one, yellow it one. denotes <laughs> what I'm thinking for this year. Okay. Right? And, okay, I should premise this with this is based off of my fantasy projections because... And we need to go there too, yes. And, and I think uh, there's there's obviously difference in winning games and there's difference in how you prepare your football game and there's a difference in what happens with fantasy numbers and how you're projecting somebody's year to mm-hmm. be. For and sure. that is all... Three whole different things, right? But when I look at my fantasy, why league, you need which two is, different uh, notebooks? Yeah, well, th- it's just so I don't get the years confused. Uh, this is twenty twenty. This blue one, <laughs> this green one. I is, thought it was winning football games over here. Oh, fantasy over here. <laughs> no, oh, this, okay. So the, actually, Vinny, you're onto something. I do have in my laptop. Oh, it's the files are inside. Yes, the I've, computer. I've noticed that because you, you're you're closely getting towards where you're going to start working for Madden. And EA Sports, and you're going to start doing your own ratings and refining them, taking them to the next level. I'll start HFF. All right, but I noticed she's already putting it in the software inside the laptop. <laughs> All right, it's in there. The files are inside. With that sort of setup, oh, but, I am like, yeah. oh, so yeah. in, this is what I do. This is what I try to I know, pull yeah. you in. Heidi is so Lay fired up right now. So <laughs> I do have Car at ten on my current rankings Whoa. for this year. Now, really, there and there's some, there's some. You know, ca- not caveats, but there's some disclaimers to that. Well, here's the thing is I think right now Wilson is not proven with Denver. Okay. So we have to think about that or he might have been above it. That's, these are my mm-hmm. arrows. If you look here, Clay, Proof look. Of concept. See the arrows? Look at the arrows. Dak, I have with a down arrow. We need Brian Winhurst over there's here. There's Burrow here. You, <laughs> you have, fit you in have the Burrow studio. just a bit ahead, but you have a little arrow up because I might want to bounce Burrow over Stafford depending on his uh, his line this year. And then so my top five right now are Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, Rodgers, and Brady, right? Sure. And then you go Lamar coming back, okay. you know, but missing Hollywood. But How does that go? Good with that. Right? Um, Tua. Got new weapons, but Ooh. what's that going to look like? Because mm-hmm. Tua, so he's under car. 
And then, you know, right under Carr, I have Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't know about Jalen Hurts, Jameis Winston. Those to me are question marks, but yes. I think they have potential. And then Kirk Cousins, because he's okay. like in the sense of Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, you may think like, oh, they're turning. They he put some numbers. But they put up numbers. And, you know, even Tannehill, when he became very one dimensional last year, despite the fumbles, which kill you and the sacks that kill you, I, I think that in, there were um, some moments from Tannehill that you could keep in there and around the 17 spot. Mac Jones, I put right under those guys because I don't know if, if Matt Patricia is going to be the offensive coordinator, like what that looks like. Yeah, I can't believe that they decided to do that dual offensive coordinator, but then they think that Patricia is going to be calling the plays. Yeah. And it, then it beyond just that, feels like wow. Bill Belichick is telling him, you, you obviously need to learn offense. <laughs> You're going to be a head coach <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, right. I'm going to uh, diversify you. Yeah. Come. Yeah. <laughs> and then under that, I put my unproven's. My Trevor Lawrence's, Zach yeah. Wilson, Sam Darnold's, Jared Goss, Drew Locke, Mario. Brissett, you know, these Uh, guys. That's fair. And then, so that's where, you know, Carr is, when you look at those names on paper, you know, Trey Lance, Garoppolo, Trubisky, Carr has... (laughs) <laughs> beyond mm-hmm. that that unproven you know he's not in that realm he's not in these guys that are gonna just manage the game for you and put up some numbers on occasion yeah world. you know so um that ryan don't know where he's gonna be at even if he throws a ball 40 times a game you know so that's where and why would you with that running back 10 Derek Carr. yeah 10 okay yeah. 10 with a chance to exceed that yeah, that's um, you know going to take. I think a lot of it. He has the offense to do it, right? And the question of whether or not it's Belichick or uh, McDaniel's as the true puppet master. That's about what we're going to find out. Yeah, and we saw. And we I think we we were either I, I don't know if we can't remember if we were talking about this in the break, but there were there were times in the New England Patriots offense where they were throwing out spectacular offensive numbers when they had mm-hmm. really good offensive players. There was that the fifty touchdown. Season by uh, by Tom Brady when he had Randy Moss, yeah. so it shows me anyway that Josh McDaniels is able to take a look at what he has to work with and figures out a way to maximize what he has to work with and sometimes work around what he doesn't have to work with. And what I think could be a struggle for this team is adjusting to that playbook because we've heard Brandon Bolden say it. Mm-hmm. We've heard other experts say it and analysts say it that the Daniels McDaniels playbook is very difficult to learn, very intricate. But once you get it, mm-hmm. you're golden. But right. that's where you have to think like how much of a difference is this for the guys to pick up, whether it's language, whether it's routes, how difficult will it be for this team to pick up, and can they? And will Carr start out the year, and maybe the first five games, will it look like a top 10 quarterback because of the transition of how long is it going to take for everyone to click in this offense, or will they get a lot of that work done in the preseason so you won't have so much transition phase once the season begins let's get more into that and ask uh, eric moody he'll also join us at 8 30 from espn from espn fantasy and get his thoughts just on a fantasy perspective of where car ranks and how this mcdaniel system will work with Devonte adams and all the pieces in place that's part of our second hour it comes up next here on raider nation radio here on a beautiful and perfect tuesday let's go Hey guys, it's your boy Vinny B from Raider Nation Radio in the huddle. Guys, I've been talking for months now about TAT, an affordable quality CBD cigarette. Well, good news, all TAT products are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. That's right, TAT products, all of them, are now available at all Speedy Marts across Las Vegas. <laughs> 